Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Hey, this is Rod Cleef from the Lifetime Cashflow Through Real Estate Investing Podcast. And if you want to learn how to build better business friendships, you should be listening to Build Your Network Podcast with my great friend, Travis Chapel. Welcome back to the show. I believe that who you know is more important than what you know. If you agree, then keep on listening for tips on how to cultivate meaningful connections the right way. If you disagree, then tune in anyway to let me prove you wrong with my journey. My name is Travis Chapel, and this is the Build Your Network Podcast. Hey there, welcome back to the show. I am really excited today to bring on our next guest. It just seems like the lineup is always getting better and better, and this guy is somebody that's made waves in the real estate industry, especially the multifamily investing industry. And his name is Rod Cleef. Rod is a multiple business owner and philanthropist who's passionate about real estate business and giving back. As one of the country's top business real estate and peak performance luminaries, Rod has owned over 2,000 homes and apartment buildings and has built over 22 businesses in his 40-year business career, several of which have been worth tens of millions of dollars. Just a few of the things that Rod and I get into, what it's like to go from $50 million net worth back down to zero. Yes, $50 million net worth and then all the way back down to zero. What was that like? And then how to build it again, how to do the same thing again, but do it better this time. What lessons he learned in between the two things. And then lastly, we talk a little bit about podcasting. You guys know how near and dear to my heart podcasting is, as it's quite literally changed my life and my business. And uh, so Rod and I talk about how uh, crucial his podcast has been to the success of now a lot of the multifamily investing conferences and things that he's putting on. So, so many things packed into this episode with Rod. And there was actually a couple of things that I just wasn't expecting to get into with him. And he, he absolutely knocked it out of the park completely. So you definitely are not going to want to miss out on this episode. But first, really quickly, if you haven't yet registered for BYN Live, look, it is right around the corner. We are just a couple of weeks away. So in fact, it may already be sold out. So if you're listening to this right now, you should definitely go check to see if it is sold out. And if it's not, you are lucky. Grab a ticket before it does. It's buildyournetworklive.com. Buildyournetworklive.com. And now enjoy my conversation with Rod Cleef. Rod Cleef, welcome to the show, my man. Thanks so much for taking the time. Oh, let's have some fun, Travis. I'm really looking forward to this. So always. I want, always I want to add as fun. much value as we can. 
Good, good. I'm glad to hear that. So let's go ahead and start with that and uh, jump back in, build a little bit of context here. Talk to me about young Rod Cleef, because this is the this is a part of the story that I always find interesting, Rod, because most of the time when I talk to people, when they were 12 years old, they weren't sitting there like writing their goals down and saying like, I want to be a multifamily real estate investor when I grow up. So talk to me about that transition. No, I thought I wanted to be a yeah. doctor till I saw blood. So that, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, quickly so, realized so, that wasn't the path, huh? Right. So <laughs> listen, let me go back because I immigrated to this country when I was six years old uh, okay. with my brother, Albert, my mother's Vancha, and we ended up in Denver, Colorado, where I spent 30 years of my life. And, and, and where did you immigrate from? Holland. Okay. Yeah. I came across on a big boat. I remember my mom crying when she saw the Statue of Liberty. That's my memory of that, of that whole trip. So we ended up in Denver. We didn't have a lot of money. In fact, you know, I wore clothes from the Goodwills and the Salvation Army all the way through junior high school to like could get a job and buy my own clothes. We ate expired food, expired bread. I remember going to the Dale Bread Store and powdered milk. And I'm sure some of your listeners are like, oh, that doesn't sound so horrific. And it's not. And I'm sure some of them have had it much worse than we did. But what I got from that is I knew I wanted more. And my mom, bless her heart, worked her butt off. She babysat kids. She had an incredible work ethic. She babysat kids so we'd have enough money to eat. With her babysitting money, she bought the house across the street from us. And, and I'm in real estate, so this is a real estate story. But I, she bought the house across the street from us for approximately $30,000 when I was about 14. When I was 17, she told me it had gone up $20,000 in her sleep. And I'm like, What? I'm getting into real estate. You didn't do anything. You made 20 grand. So I got my broker's license right when I turned 18, which you could do back there with education. Now that you need experience, they got smart. You need experience now. But I got my broker's license and I'm going to be rich in real estate. So my first year, I maybe made about eight to 10 grand. Second year, about the same. But my third year, I made well over 100,000. So what happened, which back in 81 was a decent chunk of money. Oh yeah. And so what happened between year two and year three? What happened was I met a guy that taught me about mindset, taught me about psychology. And I continued that education with Tony Robbins, followed him around the planet for 20 years and discovered that 80 to 90% of your success in anything is your mindset and your psychology. Only 10 to 20% is the actual mechanical information, be it real estate, entrepreneurship, stock market investing, whatever it is, the mechanical stuff. And he taught me about mindset. And fast forward to today, I've owned over 2,000 houses that I rented out long-term, multiple apartment complexes in three states. And in 2006, my net worth went up $17 million while I slept. But there's a punchline. When you have that kind of a year- As as soon as you say the words in 2006, you got to know there's uh a punchline. Yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't take (laughs) take a rocket scientist to know what's coming next. So I got a big head, okay? I thought I was a freaking real estate god. Rod can do no wrong. Could barely fit my head through a damn door. And you know when that happens, God or the universe or whatever you believe will give you a you know, a smackdown. Well, that was 2008 for me. Hmm. I lost all that and a whole lot more. I had a $50 million seminar. Call it a seminar because it's never a failure unless you don't get back up or you don't learn. But it was a big seminar, my biggest, Uh, not my only, but my biggest. And Hmm. one of the things that I like to talk about on my podcast or when my live events is the mindset it took and the tools that I used to get there in the first place to have 50 million to lose, but also to get back to the success that I enjoy today, to crawl out from underneath that rock in 2009 and get back to the success. And I'm happy to chat about that briefly if you'd like, Travis. Yeah, yeah. so one thing I wanna uh, point out here, and we, we just kind of glazed over it, I wanna kind of go back here, because you said something at the very beginning of this story that I thought was really interesting and ties into the theme of this entire show and why the show exists. So you said, first year in real estate, I made eight to $10,000. Second year real estate, I made eight to $10,000. Third year, I made well over $100,000. And then you said, why did that happen? And then you said a couple of words that I really want to focus in on. You said, I met a guy. So that's the entire theme of this show is getting people to understand that while it is possible to see your own success by just putting your head down and grinding and working and figuring it out, there's always a certain level of speed that comes from getting to know a guy or a girl or like just making a relationship with somebody who's been there, done that, walked the road before you, can show you the ropes. Can you kind of talk a little bit about how important that initial- I I mean, listen, listen, there are people, guys listening, you guys listening, there are people that think what you think is hard is freaking so easy. But you've got to glean those little tips, those little nuances that you're not going to get unless you have those relationships, a mentor relationship or a coach relationship or just a friendship, frankly. Mm. And I'm sure that's been uttered a thousand times on this show. Your net worth is your network. And how do you build that network? Frankly, I call them friendships. I wouldn't even call them relationships. I call them you're building friendships. And my mindset around that is look to add value. 
I have met super networkers and I call them super networkers. These are those people that when they meet you, they say, hey, I know somebody you need to meet and they facilitate that exchange. And these people are the most connected on the planet. But what they do is they're constantly thinking about how they can add value to everyone they meet. Without the expectation of receiving anything. Yeah, in no, exactly. Right. They're not giving to get. Mm-hmm. They're going to get by virtue of giving. That's the way the universe works. You want love, give love. You want happiness, give happiness. You want money, give of your time or money. You will get money. But mm-hmm. as far as networking and relationships, if you give without any expectation, it's just the way God or the universe works. You're going to get back tenfold. It's yep. just the way it works. I mean, you know that from your podcast. I know that from my podcast. And, you know, I've got on the wall behind me here, you can't see it. I've got a green screen, so you can't see what's behind it. But I've got hundreds of thank you cards from students and people whose lives I've impacted. I got two gifts in the mail today. I mean, it's the greatest gift in the world. I work 12-hour Sundays because I freaking love what it is I do. And it's because I give without expectation. Yeah. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates like 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 hiring a a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you that work by itself is uh, the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane so they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day which is why indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. That's amazing. So coming back a little bit into this story here. So you first couple years, no dice. Third year, you start making some money. At what point along this did you switch from like broker mentality to investor mentality? Oh, that was the third year. Okay. I started buying and listing houses. What I did, and I teach this in my live events, is, is if you're willing to do what other people aren't willing to do, you'll be a success. And that's what I did. I started knocking on doors of people who are in foreclosure. Yes. Very uncomfortable to walk up to somebody's house that's losing their house and have a conversation with them. But if you're if you go with the right mindset, and I did, I always thought to myself, I love you before I knocked on that door and that showed on my face. And I truly was there to help, but I ended up buying a lot of, I bought 500 houses in Denver over about a decade knocking on doors. And then again, that's the a statement I want you all to hear. And that is, if you're willing to do what others won't, you'll be a success, right. period. You'll, you know, you'll, you'll get the results that other people can't get. Right. That's right. right. That's right. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's a, a message near and dear to my heart because I spent about seven years in the door-to-door sales industry in like knocking doors, training people, recruiting, managing, and all that kind of stuff. And it's not easy. It's a grind and it's not a lot of fun a lot of times. You have to gamify it almost and make it that way. But you do get the results that other people aren't going to get if you're willing to do the things that other people aren't willing to do. Right. uh, And and so how do you do that? So how do you push through that fear? How do you push through those limiting beliefs we all end up with through our childhood experiences? Or how do we get uncomfortable? So many of us are comfortable and the comfort zone's a warm place, but nothing freaking grows there. So how do you get the fuel to take action? And that's I'll give you a three-minute synopsis of how I, I teach that, if you like. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. Want to hear it? Okay, so, so really it's a goal-setting process, but probably unlike you've heard before, unless you've heard me speak about this before. And what it is, is I'll do it as quickly as I can, but you pick 
an hour when you're uninterrupted and you have a lot of energy. Don't do it after a big meal. Make sure you're well hydrated and just sit down and write down everything you could ever want in life. Okay. The big things, the little things, all the stuff, cars, boats, jet skis, planes, take the lid off your brain and imagine if you write it down, you're going to get it, which is not outside the realm of reality. So, you know, write down how much money you want to make from your investments in three years, how much you want in 10 years, write down how much money you want in the bank in three years, how much money you want in the bank in 10 years. So all the little things, all the big things, write that down. And if you're analytical, don't stop and analyze it. You can scratch it out later. Just keep writing. Don't let the pen leave the paper. When you can't think of anything else, then write down everything you want to do. You want to write a book. You want to travel somewhere. Where do you want to go? Write down everything you want to do in life. You know, me, maybe you want to jump out of a perfectly good airplane. I did that (laughs) three months ago, screaming the whole way down. Maybe you want to climb a mountain, whatever it is, write all that stuff down. Also write down what you want to learn. Now, me, I want to learn how to fly a helicopter. I want to learn how to play the drums. I live in a compound now and I've got a, one of the buildings has my drum set in it pushed against the wall and I don't even know what end of the sticks to use yet, but I'm going to learn how to play those (laughs) drums, you know? And so what do you want to learn? Write it down. Also, write down who you want to help, okay? Mm -hmm. Family, friends, whatever, write that down. It's important, right? And so I bought my parents a house on a canal here in Florida, bought them a car, took them on cruises. Who do you want to do things for? Write it down. Okay, once you can't think of another thing, then it's not real, it's not a goal until it has a timeline. So put a number by each goal, how long it's gonna take you to achieve it. Put a one, a three, a five, even a 10 or a 20. Remembering that as human beings, we will overestimate what we can do in a year and massively underestimate what we can do in 10 years, for example. Like, Like, you know, when I lived in Denver, I knew I always wanted to live on the beach and there is no freaking beach in Denver. So <laughs> I had pictures of palm trees and I'd visualize living on the beach. And I built this incredible $8 million, 10,000 square foot house on the beach. I had the beach on one side. I had my boat lifts on the backside. It was a, called a Gulf to Bay. And it was unthinkable when I was 18. But because I thought of it and I dreamt of it and I wrote it down, it happened. So again, take the lid off your brain. Do not limit yourself. You're only limited by your own thoughts. Now, what this does, just so you know, is it triggers something in your mind called the reticular activating system. And it's that mental filter that filters out what your brain thinks is most important subconsciously. And a great example, the best example is probably when you buy a car. You never really noticed them before. You bought the car. You buy the car. You see them everywhere. And were they there before? Yes. You just weren't. Your brain wasn't triggered to notice them. So that's the simple act of writing the goals down. Now you put a time limit on each goal. The next step is a couple more steps, and I'll, I'll be done. The next step is pick your number one goal. I mean, that goal you get that the one you get that you'll be like, oh my god, this is freaking amazing. That goal. Write it down. Put it on another piece of paper. If you've got two or three, just pick one. It won't matter for two or three really hot ones. Just pick one of them. Then I also want you to pick your top three one-year goals. Put those on a separate sheet of paper. So you've got four goals on a separate sheet of paper. Now, you're already ahead of 9.9% of the planet, but you're, you're not quite done yet. You're almost done. The goals will push you. They'll pull you. They'll motivate you. But the real fuel is why those goals are an absolute must. Mm. So you're going to write a paragraph under each goal why it's an absolute freaking must for you to achieve it. And use emotionally charged words like incredible and amazing and wonderful and beautiful. And words are very, very powerful. So use them. So I can show my kids what success looks like. So I can show my spouse what success looks like. So we can go do whatever we want and bring whoever we want and go wherever we want. Whatever it is for you, write it down. Okay. Now. Once you've written a positive reason why for each goal that it's an absolute must, put a little pain in there. Put in there so if you don't achieve the goal, so I don't feel like a failure, so I don't live a life of regret, so I don't fail my children, I don't fail my spouse. And I know that sounds rough, but we will do more as human beings to avoid pain than gain pleasure. And again, this is the fuel, my friends. This is what gets you to stay up late, get up early, to build that life of your dreams to, or to get uncomfortable. The magnificent life of your dreams is right on the other side of comfort. So this is the fuel to do that. Last thing, once you've written your reasons why, get pictures of your goals. Okay, I want to give you a couple quick examples. One is a public example. Jim Carrey, when he was flat broke, wrote himself a check for $10 million, put it in his wallet. He'd go up to the Hollywood sign. He'd look at it and visualize cashing it. And that's how much money he made for Dumb and Dumber. This stuff works, my friends. Olympic athletes are trained to visualize a race before they run it because it's been proven to improve their performance. I'll give you some personal examples. When I was 18, I thought, because I'm going to sell houses to people, I had to have a four-door car, and I bought this bone-ugly four-door Ford Granada, (laughs) and ugliest thing you ever saw, bench seats, gray, but I had a friend that had a couple of Corvettes, and he let me drive one, 
which is a key piece as well. If you want something, experience it. Go test drive it. Go to the open house of the house type of house you want. Whatever it is, that experiential piece is really important. But I got a picture of a Corvette out of a magazine. This was before there was any internet. And I put it on the visor of my four-door Granada. And every time I got in the car, it was right there in my face. Within a year or two, I had a beautiful Corvette. I want to give you a couple more quick examples because, but I want to preframe this by saying this is not me bragging. These things I'm going to describe don't interest me anymore, but they're great for illustrative purposes to show you the power of this, especially to, to sway you analytical people that are that I'm losing. I'm the guy, well, well, this is back then when I had the Corvette was the time the TV show Magnum P.I. was out. This is before you were probably born, Travis, but the actor's name was Tom Selleck and mm-hmm. he had this mm-hmm. Ferrari 308 and I thought it was the coolest freaking car I'd ever seen. I got a picture of that actual car, true story, put it on the visor of my Corvette, just like I did with the Granada. Within a year or two, I had a Maserati look just like it. Last car example, I'm the guy that always wanted a Lamborghini, okay? I had the posters in my bedroom with the bikinis and the car washing and the Lamborghinis, all of that crap. I had all that. And what's crazy is my nine-year-old son collected models of exotic cars, and he had about 30 or 40, every kind of exotic car you could think of, and he had a model of the exact same color and style that I ended up with. Hmm. And he used to tell me, he used to visualize me bringing him to school in a Lamborghini because I made the mistake of telling him I was thinking of getting one. So guys, <laughs> this stuff works, okay? Yeah. In fact, let me just show you one thing. Since uh, Do you put this on YouTube as well? Yes, we'll put some of this okay. on YouTube. So. So, so let me just show you something. This is my planner. I'm a dinosaur. I use a paper planner. I, always use, I also <laughs> use Outlook. But in the back of this thing, I've got pictures that have been in here for 20 years, okay? 20 years of dog-eared during plastic. The first pictures are my gratitude pictures of my children when they were young, okay? Mm-hmm. This, they've been in here for 20 years. Then I've got pictures of the houses that I wanted. I told you about that house on the beach. This picture on top looks just like the view that I got in that house before I had it. Mm-hmm. Now I live in a compound. I've got six buildings. I've got a guest house on the water. I've got a media building, exercise room, giant main house. And because God's got a sense of humor, I can see my old house that I used to have across the bay <laughs> up my backyard. But it's always a reminder. These, yeah. these bottom pictures look just like it. And then other things that I thought were important, stupid shit like watches that I've got a few hundred thousand dollars worth of watches the Lamborghini before I ever got it, okay? The Rolls Royce, all this stuff that I got because I had pictures. So guys, the last step is get pictures of what you want, put it around you so that it'll get into your subconscious and again, trigger and push your reticular activating system to make to bring these things into your life. Man, that's a, that's a mic drop of a riff right there. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> Sorry, like, probably no, was no, more no, than no, three or four minutes. I tried to do it as fast as I could. <laughs> but if you were listening and you can get that one thing from this episode. That one thing this week, if you can just take some time this evening or this morning or whenever you're listening to this, whenever you can get a second to sit at a coffee shop or at your nightstand by your bed, just write down, do this exercise that Rod said, and um, you're going to start experiencing some of the power. And that, that's what I tell people that, that are what you were saying, um, some of the skeptics or whatever that you said that, you know, I know I'm losing a few analytical people. Right. If you are analytical and because I was always this way and you kind of hear those things, you're like, oh, that's hocus pocus. That doesn't work or whatever. Just try it. Just try it one time. Just freaking Trust me. And then it freaking works. It works. It's how I got back from losing $50 million, man. I mean, some people don't recover from that shit. But let me share one quick thing. I just thought of something I forgot. And that is, I've told you about that house I built on the beach. I mean, this house was incredible. At 10,000 square feet, three stories, a giant waterfall from the second floor into the pool. You had to walk through to get in the pool. Spiral staircase. I'd, on the middle floor, I had 20-foot aquariums that went around the staircase. I paid 200 grand just for the aquariums to give you an idea of this house. Okay, it's magnificent. But the story here is, and this is, ties into goal setting. It's really important. Two months after I built it, I'm floating in the pool at night. My family's inside sleeping. Pool's changing colors at night. It's got fiber optic lighting, waterfalls, two waterfalls coming into it. And I get depressed. And I'm like, what the hell? I just achieved success 100x times society's expectation of success, and I'm depressed. I mean, I was really bummed. Yeah. And this is what I want to share with your listeners. There were two things going on, really important things. One was never achieve a big goal, because I'd worked for this for 20 years, okay? Never achieve a big goal without having other goals lined up behind it. Because mm. like the good book says, without a vision, the people perish. You need a vision for the future. You need a compelling vision. I've been around Tony for 20 years, and he, he helps people that are suicidal, and they always have no compelling vision for the future. And so that was number one that I discovered after I bought some self-help books. 
The second thing, one of the self-help books that I bought that got me back was Tony's book. That's when I first got introduced to him 20 years ago. And I went and saw him live. And if guys, if you can see him, just do it while he's still talking. It's have you seen him, Travis? I've not gone to one of his events. Oh, but dude, you got to. You got to. Trust me. You'll be you'll thank me. I get nothing for saying that. But I went to and he and he feeds families. I mean, he's on track to try to feed a billion people, okay? He's fed hundreds of millions. So he fed families for the holidays. I'm like, that's really cool. Because I had been totally focused on Rod, okay? I built this giant house, this testament to my ego to prove the world I was good enough, which is really what it was. I Mm. built it just to show the world I was good enough, and I'd been totally focused on me. So I see that he feeds other people. I'm like, wow, that's kind of cool thinking about someone else besides Rod for a change. And so I came back and I decided to feed five families for Thanksgiving. This was Thanksgiving. And the third family changed my life. I go up to this house and this woman was there with five kids in a one bedroom shack. She comes out, she starts crying when she sees this big box of food and the frozen turkey and everything. Her kids come out, some of them start crying. I start crying and I was hooked. And I'm blessed to say that in the last 20 years, we've fed over 70,000 children here in Sarasota and Manatee County for the holidays. We've Mm -hmm. done over 20,000 backpacks filled with school supplies. Two days ago, I gave seven or 800 teddy bears to one of the local police departments for their officers to keep in their cars when they they encounter a child. We've done probably five to 10,000 of those bears as well. Mm -hmm. But I'm not bragging. I'm I'm just telling you that I know if people are listening to your show, Travis, they want success. Right. And success without that piece is not success. Right. I've interviewed people on my podcast, billionaire, mega millionaires, and I can see if they're like I was back then, totally narcissistic, focused on themselves and their success. And it's painful to see it, but I see it. So guys, if you're listening and you want that success, you do not have to wait to give back. Give back in some fashion, help an elderly person, a child, an animal, the environment, whatever it is that juices you, incorporate that into your life now. That's the definition of success. Yeah, definitely have to have that contribution there as a part of the overall yeah, success. It's a, it's a critical yeah. piece. This episode of the show is brought to you by Mac Weldon. Mac Weldon is a premium men's essentials brand that believes in smart design and premium fabrics, and their mission is very, very simple. To make sure all of your basics and beyond are smartly designed and shopping for them is easy and convenient. Mac Weldon will be the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants, and more that you will ever wear. And I recently got to go on a little mini shopping spree with Mac Weldon, guys. And I I bought a couple of t-shirts, a couple long sleeves, some board shorts, pants. Uh, Let me tell you, I am thrilled with literally everything that I bought. The fit, the look, the comfort, like literally everything was on point. I love using the sweatpants for travel or just being around the house. The board shorts are perfect because they're great for swimming, but they're also great for any other summertime activity. They're not just like swim trunks that would look dumb if you just wore a shirt with them. So probably the best pair of board shorts that I've ever owned. And they have an unbeatable guarantee, by the way. If you don't like your first pair of underwear, you can keep them and they'll still refund you no questions asked. So for 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com and enter promo code Travis. That's MacWeldon.com. Go through the shopping process, which by the way, is super simple and easy to use. They have little guides to make sure that you're getting the right sizes and everything. It was probably the best shopping experience I've ever had online direct to an actual company. So definitely highly recommend this clothing brand, everybody. So MacWeldon.com, M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N, MacWeldon.com, and enter promo code Travis at checkout for 20% off your first order. What's up, everyone? Just wanted to take a quick second and give a shout out to my favorite podcasting app, Himalaya. If you're not listening to podcasts on this new app, you're definitely missing out. It's like a social media app, but for podcast listeners. Follow your go-to shows, like and comment on your favorite episodes, and download professionally curated playlists made just for you. So head on over to your app store or Google Play store and download Himalaya today and thank me later. Shifting gears a little bit here, Rod, I kind of want to go a different route than just talking real estate investing because I know that that's what you talk all the time. And if, by the way, you want to hear Rod talk about real estate investing, he has his own podcast. It's a really great show. He's interviewed some of the legends on there and uh, they have great conversations. And if you're interested in real estate investing, definitely highly recommend checking out Rod's podcast. But I I do want to kind of touch on the reason for the personal branding stuff because I think it's a really, really important thing to bring out. This is something I've been trying to hammer in the real estate industry. Like I told you before we hit the record button. Buddy, I am actually doing a course module on that topic specifically Good. because we are at a time, <laughs> we, are, we are at a time in history 
where you guys are so freaking blessed that we have social media right now and we have these vehicles that really don't cost any money to right. build a brand. I started this podcast. It's kind of comical. I started my podcast. We just exceeded six and a half million downloads. We've been at it a little over two years. And I started my podcast and I used to say, I'll never sell you anything. I just want to share what I went through and, ha- and hopefully you never will. Now I'm a liar because I've got courses and coaching and live events and that wasn't by design. It's just when I hit a million <laughs> downloads, it's stupid. You should monetize this and I'd yeah, love to course. teach. And, and you and should. I, and, yeah. But guys, you can start a podcast. If you're interested, call me. I'll help you start it. Or you can do a Facebook group. I've got a Facebook group with 30,000 people in it. I mean, it's like such an incredible environment we created. There's right. Instagram, there's LinkedIn, there's YouTube. I was shocked when I found out my YouTube video has been watched 30,000 hours last year. I had no wow. idea. We just post the podcast interviews. I'm like, holy shit, 30,000 hours. So it's not hard to build a brand. But the key, there is a key, Travis, and you know this, okay? There's one critical key. You have to add value. Hmm. Bottom line. If you focus on adding value and you give without expectation, like my, when I first started my podcast, I did free 30-minute phone calls with anybody for any reason. And I did hundreds. That's so and that's funny when I got that. hooked. When That's when I decided I wanted to be an educator. So I never planned to. You know, I mean, so funny I'm still buying properties. Yeah, we bought, we bought a thousand doors in the last six months. I'm buying, I'm not just an educator, but, but yeah. I got so much freaking pleasure out of those phone calls. We talked about anything, relationships and health and of course, real estate and finances. Yeah. But if you're going to do this, guys, and you have such an incredible opportunity because multifamily real estate is a team sport. Your show's about networking. And that's a critical component of multifamily real estate, which is what I teach. In fact, in my live events, I force people to get up and meet each other. And, and some of the analytical ones are very uncomfortable, but I make them get up and meet five people. And they, people come to me and say, man, that was the hardest thing I ever did, but I'm so glad you pushed me because it's a team sport. And anyway, I don't know why I brought that up. I lost my train of thought. But the point is, well, because it's your show. It's about networking. Yeah, you know, and I'm, just, I was just curious on like, this is something I'm trying to talk to a lot of real estate agents and investors, because especially in a field where it's so saturated, where everybody and their mom has touched the real estate industry at some point in their life to get into something and be able to differentiate yourself well, through and, content and- creation. Right. And that's where we were on branding. I forgot. Okay. So, so guys, and like in the multifamily space, I'm teaching my students, start a YouTube channel, start a blog. And, and they've, I've got numerous students have done each one of those start podcasts. I've probably got 10 students to start a podcast because that's how you get your voice out there. And the more niche, the better, obviously, because there's, there's a lot of, a lot of people doing all this stuff. But right. The opportunities are incredible. I was just on a show with an insurance agent, a podcast I did as a favor to him that just adding value to real estate investors to, and then of course his end goal is to build a real estate people to buy insurance from it. But there's so many incredible opportunities right now to build a brand. If you can find your voice, get it out there. And, and if you're doing videos, yes, the first ones will suck. Trust me, you see my yeah. first videos, it's painful to watch, but you get better and better. Just like and anything, yeah. The opportunities are just incredible in today's day and age to create reach. Incredible. Right, yeah. Instagram. So, yeah. So not, not even just reach because that's like, so I look at it like almost like a funnel, like no is up here and then like is right here and then trust is down here. Mm-hmm. And these things like create that reach and allow people to get to know you. But ultimately the most important thing is it allows people to get to trust you. Sure. And, it uh, builds trust. They hear right. you. I, I mean, they, they, they see your, that you're real. People can feel you and intuition is a powerful thing. And what's beautiful about podcasting and videos and things like that, people can can really see who you are and they can see mm. through the bullshit. They can see if you're truly trying to add value or if you've got a shtick and you're right. trying and you're trying to screw people. Well, right. So, and, that, and that's where that trust comes from, right? So right, like if I'm right. listening to Rod Cleef at the Lifetime Cash Flow Through Real Estate Investing podcast, and I'm listening to 200, 300 episodes and through listening to your content, I actually take six figures that I have in my bank account and I successfully invested into real estate and I got that from you for free. Like how much am I going to trust you for any advice, like anything in the future and like really want to give you my money at that point? Like, Hey man, you helped me for free. If I give you my money, then I know you're going to do like, I know you're going to help me a hundred X what you helped me for free. They they get to see what you're about. They get to see what your motivation is. I mean, we've raised millions and millions, tens of millions of dollars via my podcast listeners. In fact, that was one, that was one of the two reasons I started the podcast. One was to share my message. So, you know, if you're going to invest and hold, buy and hold, do multifamily for God's sakes. Don't do single family. Don't learn from my mistakes. Now this single family is okay, but multifamily is so much better. So that was one message. But the second reason was I knew I was getting back into real estate after getting my butt kicked 
And I hate asking for money. And I thought, you know what, this will make it easier for me. And that was the second reason. But then when it turned into what it turned into, it's like, you know what, I got to do something with this because I'm loving it and I'm loving the calls. And so I wrote a book and, you know, and I gave away 20,000 copies for free. And, and finally, finally, uh, my team's like, hey, stupid, you, why don't we make some money with this thing? And so I've, it's, now it's on Amazon. I, I don't even have the paper version on Amazon yet, just the Kindle version. It's but, bestseller but see, in three categories. But I, want, I want to point something out really quick, because that's yeah. what I think creates compelling content, though, is you yeah. create content for free. Through that content that's free, you find what resonates with an audience that can actually sell. The problem Absolutely. is people like create an idea of what they think people want, and they try to sell that idea idea to people and they don't want it. And then they're like, oh, well, this stuff just doesn't work. Like you have to ask. Just doesn't work. Here, let me give you a strategy, guys. Let me give you a strategy. Ask. We did a survey and we asked, what do you struggle with the most? What's frustrating for you about real estate? And you find out exactly what they want to learn. Yep. You find out exactly what their pain points are. And you can even coin the messaging around the responses. It's like marketing gold when you get that feedback from your clients. And so, yeah, you, guys, you have such an incredible opportunity to build your network via the incredible vehicles that are out there right now. It's just it, astounding to me. My wife's got a YouTube channel and my biggest video was watched 15,000 times. She does a bikini video. Damn thing hit 100,000. I'm so pissed at her. She hit 100,000 views. I'm like, I hate you. But, uh, <laughs> but, but, but where can you do that? Well, I mean, and 20 years have, ago, you couldn't. Right. You, you had you to be That's like nationally point. syndicated television or radio. Thank you. To get a That's message it. out. Right. That's it. And now you and can now do it from you your see, living room. With yeah. And now you see a lot of the big hitters and the stars are starting their own podcast, their own right. YouTube channels, their own. They can't ignore they it. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm like, Will shit, Smith I need to get, get on this yeah. bandwagon. Right. Exactly. But it's available to anybody. And if people see your heart and you add value, you'll kill yep. it. Yep. Got to have value. And then you got to be consistent. Those are the two things. And that authentic. Valuable. And Consistent. Do those no yes, consistent's critical. Yeah, don't do it. It's not a flash in a pan. You yeah. got to do it. I mean, I've, sometimes I'm sick as a dog, but we get our podcast episodes out on Sunday for sure. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. And no matter what is going on, you got to be, your audience has to come to expect a certain thing from you because that adds to that trust factor. Like if, right. you, if you can't even put an episode out every week, how are they going right. to trust you? And it's not going right. to be a conscious thing. Most people aren't going to be like, oh, you can't put out an episode every week. I don't trust him. It's just going to be a right. subconscious thing where they just have this thing like, oh, he's supposed well, to come out with a, a show every Monday and you're he's two Mondays. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like I probably yeah. you're, buy a ticket. You're inconsistent. And that resonates that, that you're inconsistent. By the way, let me just say one thing because you have mixed audience. You don't just have real estate. Guys, if if you, if you like motivational content, I do a five-minute clip every week called Own Your Power. Like this week was about passion, I believe, and responsibility and owning your life and pushing through fear and goals and all these things that are really motivational. So I hope you'll check it out because uh, I do one of those every week as well as an interview with a real estate expert. And that's it's the not, Lifetime Cash Flow Through Real Estate Investing Podcast. But also if you search iTunes for Rod Cleef, it'll be the first thing If you search up. real estate, I come up number one or two every time. It'll so, be one uh, of the top shows for sure. Yeah, thank you. So just the opportunities today. It just, it's like staggering to me. Like even buying apartment complexes, we don't even have to go view one. We can do everything in our underwear in front of our laptop because right. it's all there. We can drive down the street, everything. I mean, it's just incredible. Incredible. So I want to talk a little bit about networking here, Rod. I know this is something that's a huge thing for you. And just talking about like traveling Tony Robbins, just like the language that you use, you can tell it just comes directly from learning from people like Tony who learned from people like Jim Rohn. Right. I used to yeah, be an avid just, consumer yeah. of Jim Rohn stuff. And just like some of the things that you're saying, I'm like, that sounds such like Jim Rohn. And uh, there's just so many things that, that we could talk about. But I do want to talk about networking here for a second because I know it's important. The question I ask everybody to get the conversation moving this direction. This is the only question I've asked every single guest that's come on the show. Who you know or what you know, Rod, which one of those is more important? Oh, who? By a long shot. And why is that? Because again, the phrase, your network is your net worth. Because if you don't know the what, if you've got a solid, like, like they asked Henry, I think it was Henry Ford. They asked Henry Ford, some reporters try to shove, you know how freaking reporters are. Don't get me started on the media, but back then they sucked too. So they asked him some complicated questions and he, he just picked up a phone to get the answer. They said, what are you doing? I'm saying, I don't need to keep this stuff in my head. I can call somebody that knows the answer to that question. That's the value of who you know. Hmm. And guys, again, it's those little nuances, those little tiny micro nuances that take you from good at something to incredibly outstanding yes, something. Exactly. And they're little, they're just the tiniest little tweaks that differentiate great with world class. 
okay? Mm-hmm. And it applies to any, any, any genre, okay? It can be sports, it can be business, it can be any facet of business, it can be health. If you find somebody that's super successful, they have the secret sauce. Why? See, it's funny. I've made every freaking mistake you can possibly make. In fact, one of my students gave me a t-shirt that says, ask me how I know, because I talk about something painful and I say, ask me how I know, because I've done it all. Right. But had I learned what you're teaching, Travis, about networking way back, it would have saved me so much pain and, and so many seminars. And so, <laughs> you know, I, I, guys, if you're interested in anything, for God's sakes, get a mentor, get a coach, mm. and find somebody locally that's kicking ass and whatever you want to do and offer to add value to them in some fashion, buy them lunch, buy them dinner. If you're young and they're older, they, most, most of them love to help. But try to add value in any way you can. Be respectful, value their time, be right on time, follow up, think value about what their time. Yep. Help them. Yeah. 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 And actually do what they say. For that sure. Is yeah. The don't, most don't, annoying yeah. thing yeah, is absolutely. When, when you give your people time to somebody. To say, yeah. Yeah. People used to come up to me and say, How'd you do it? You know, tell me what you know. And I'd give them a little CD. This is back when the CDs were out there. I say, Watch this CD and come back to me. Hardly yeah. anybody ever came back to me. Yep. Yeah, it's, that was my screen. It's insane. It's yeah. insane. It's like it's so many people that I talk to now have something very similar to that, where it's just like, hey, here's a little piece of homework. Do right. this, come back to me. And just crickets, 90% yeah. of people. Yeah, you got to want it, which is why I talk about mindset and psychology. So many people will go to live event like mine or buy a course and 90% of them never do anything with it. Not on my freaking watch, Travis, okay? It's like, <laughs> if you're coming, you're going to do this shit. You're going to actually do it. Yeah. So So tell me about a time, Rod, in your life, a specific story where a connection that you had made led to a moment of success that you already did for sure. Already did. I told you, I told you year two to three, I met a guy that showed me mindset, showed me that it didn't matter what you knew. It just mattered the energy you brought to the exchange. He was the best salesman I ever saw in my life as well. But that exchange opened up my mind. Tony Robbins talks about psychology and the importance of that. So I have to give Tony the biggest kudos because that, there was that epiphany regarding my achievement versus fulfillment as well. He calls it the science of achievement versus the art of fulfillment. I, was, I had achieved and achieved incredible success, but I was unfulfilled. And you said you traveled with him for a while? Yes, I did. I followed him around the planet and then they invited me to, to participate. I signed a non-disclosure. I can't talk about what I did, but no, I, I loved being around that energy. And that's, frankly, I have to contribute that experience with helping me get through what I went through in 2008. I thought I was set for life, man. I mean, I had tons of properties. I thought 80 million baby boomers getting old and getting cold. Florida was recession proof. (laughs) Yeah. Just didn't happen that way. No. (laughs) Yeah. So talk to me about what you're doing now to save up for the winter. Well, we buy a deal. We stress test the hell out of it. I mean, if it doesn't cash flow at 25% vacant day one, we don't buy it. We put a lot of operating reserves in the bank for a rainy day fund. We've got a property. We've got a million dollars sitting in the bank. Another one, a half a million dollars. So hit me once, shame on me. Hit right, me, shame, right. shame on you. You know, like, hit me twice, shame on me. I'm not going to go through what I went through before. But see, my multifamily did just fine, even without that knowledge base back in 08. Hmm. You know, it would have made it if I hadn't cross collateralized. But I'm always learning. I'm always growing. I've got thousands of books. I mean, what a great gift books are. What's one of your favorites? Oh gosh, I've got so many. I, I, I gift, my love language is gifts and that's a fantastic book, The Five Languages of Love. Guys, if you haven't read that, even men, go read it so you know how to show your spouse love, uh, your children love. But I gift The Slight Edge, great mm. book about the little decisions we make every day. Turning Pro by Stephen Pressman, to becoming, instead of being an amateur, being a professional. One Thing, Gary Keller's One Thing's fantastic. I could go on and on. Everything by Kiyosaki, I think, is really good. Of course, Rich Dad, Poor Dad's iconic. But there's so many good books out there. Yeah. Would you say that that's like uh, the number one source of education for you? Uh, no, I'm a total immersion guy. I learn in live events. And so I have to, you know, that way there's no distraction. I'm forced to pay attention. I'm easily distracted. I'm type AAA squared. And so I I need total immersion, which is why I love live events. And that's why you throw your own now? Well, never planned to. I used to be an introvert. Now, you know, I just was in front of 600 people. You told me your dad was at my Denver event. I had 600 people there. I've got 500, I think about 550 in Baltimore next week. And I do three events a year. Yeah, if, you, if you're interested in multifamily real estate, it's just me for three days. I don't have outside speakers come in to try to sell you crap like just about everybody else does. So it's rodsbootcamp.com. And it's not just the multifamily training. I teach a lot of mindset stuff. The goal setting, exercise, we took a whole hour and that, identity, limiting beliefs and fears, gratitude. We go through all kinds of cool stuff that people really enjoy the experience. 
Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I've heard nothing but good things. I have a few friends that have gone. I need to, I need to make it out to one of them here sometime soon. Anytime brother. I'd love to host you as my guest. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So um, moving into the last segment here, I want to ask you one quick question before we jump into this, into this last segment. Give me in your experience, the three most important skills, like the three non-negotiable skills that every single like entrepreneur, anybody that's trying to excel and be above average at whatever they're trying to do, what are three skills that everybody needs to learn? Sales, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to sell your children, your spouse. It's certainly in any, any business. I think you should also learn marketing because any business is nothing but marketing and innovation. And I would say curiosity would be my favorite as the third. And that's something you should teach your children as well. Sales, marketing, and curiosity, I think are just three critical skill sets to success in in anything. How do you cultivate a uh, curiosity skill set? You discover what it is you love, you explore, you ask why and what. And it's hard to cultivate, honestly. And I, and I hope you've got children, if you're listening, that you'll ask them, what do they think about this or that and find what, what they love and build on that. But I think it's just through guidance just to do it yourself. I mean, I'm curious. I look at something and I'll, I'll think, you know, why is that like that? And mm. I don't know if it's something you can cultivate. I hope it is, but it, I think it's something that's so important, but definitely sales as well. And, and again, marketing, if you can market market, you can pretty much do anything. Yeah. And on that really quick, I was going to go right into the last segment here, but I thought of a quick question for you. If you're 18, 19, 20 years old, and uh, they say, you know, you learn in your twenties or in your thirties type of thing, which one of those three things, or do you think that it's important? The order I've of got it? a 23 year old student that's got 600 doors. Okay. Age is a mindset. Yeah. And I've got elderly people that are just getting rolling. Uh, age is a mindset, but I'm sorry, I interrupted you right before your question. Forget no, no, you're good. You're good. So the question really is, is there one of those three things that you should learn first and master first? Sales is probably the most important in my opinion, because you've got to influence to do anything. And a great salesman is an influencer. Okay. And if you learn how to build rapport and guide a conversation with questions and find out what somebody's desires and outcomes are, so you can guide the conversation to what you want through questions. It's an incredible skill set. Incredible. Amazing. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. And, and, totally agree with that. Okay. Totally agree with that. Yeah. So like I always tell people to do a couple of years of door to door and that'll be better than going. Oh, that's you do that. Yeah. You, you can sell anything. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and move into the final segment here, Rod. Something that's called a random round. Just a few quick, random questions, quick, random answers. Ready? Okay. I'll do my best. What profession other than your own, do you think that it would be fun to attempt? Oh, God. <laughs> oh I, I, you know what? I love being on a boat, maybe a boat captain. I, I love being on water. If you could sit on a park bench with someone past or present and talk to them for an hour, who would it be? Oh, wow. Piss a lot of people off. I'd actually like to talk to Trump, frankly. How do you like to consume content? Books, audiobooks, blogs, podcasts, or videos? Total immersion. So live events would be if you have an alternate answer. But I, I read a lot of books. I love books. Yeah. But I, I start 20. And, and by the way, on the Trump answer, that's not a political answer. That is, that is, I've been impressed with what he's done in real estate. And that's the only reason I'd want to, I'd want to have a conversation with him and how he recovered from, from almost going bankrupt and being billions in debt to where he's at. So that'd be the only reason. So just so you know, it's not a political thing. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, I think that you got to respect yeah, regardless yeah. of what you think about his politics. Right. right. Hey, that's, that. that's the point. That's the point I'm making. Okay. Give us a glimpse of your morning routine. I have a very simple one and it serves me really well. And I exercise for sure. I get one of the, by the way, one of the books I gift a lot is Hal Elrod's Miracle Morning. I've given away hundreds of copies. I've had him on the show, beautiful human being, but he's got an incredible morning ritual. But probably the most important one that I do is I do gratitude. And I just think about what I'm grateful for, my beautiful wife, my kids, my coaching students, my foundation, and just I'm just grateful. And then, then I do gratitude. I just immediately start doing gratitude for the things that I want in my life as if I already have them. And sometimes I get emotional thinking about things that I don't even have yet. Okay, mm. guys, I know I probably lost a few of you analytical ones on that one, but I'm here mm. to tell you that shit works. Okay, so trust me on that. Gratitude's foundational to everything. So you've got to start your day that way. And then let me give you an evening ritual as well. And that is to ask the question, what was amazing about today? What gifts did I have? Who did I love and who loves me? Questions guide our lives, guys. Make sure you're asking yourself quality questions. What is your go-to pump-up song? <laughs> I don't have one, honestly. I don't really. I really don't. I really don't. I, I, I wouldn't have a clue on how to answer that, and I never know who's singing what. So I'm just <laughs> too busy. My wife would know, but I, I wouldn't know. All right. So outside of business, tell me something that you are not very good at. 
skydiving, which I tried three, three <laughs> months ago. I uh, hated it. Didn't like the wind going through my face, my face looking like cheeks flapping. I'm not very good at arts and crafts. I don't have the patience. Mm, you know, yeah. I, I just, I, I move very, very quickly. Type AAA. I hear that one. Yeah, for sure. Cool. As we get everything wrapped up here, Rod, what is one place online where we are going to be able to find you the most? Probably my website. And there's so much free content there. If you have any interest in real estate or, or self-improvement, uh, rodcleef.com. It's my name. My last name's hard to spell, but it's K-H-L-E-I, F as in Frank. I've got hundreds of hours of videos there, articles, books that are all free, great resources. I've got a Facebook community that if you're interested in multifamily, there's 30,000 people in this, largest in the world, and it's multifamilycommunity.com, direct link to that Facebook group. But if you enjoyed this at all, listen to my podcast. I really, I'm very passionate about it. I love it. It's my pride and joy now. And so I'd love to see what you think. So there you go. Amazing. Well, there you have it. Go check out some of Rod's stuff over on his website. But also, uh, since you're listening to this podcast, I know that you have an interest in podcasts. So go check out the Lifetime Cash Flow through Real Estate Investing podcast with Rod Cleave. I promise you will not regret it. Rod, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you, brother. Had a lot of fun. It was all me talking, but of course, that's when those are the conversations it's supposed you to be. the most when you're the one talking. <laughs> Thanks, my friend. It was yes, a pleasure sir. to meet you. And, and again, I'd love to have you at one of my events if you can make it work. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We'll definitely make it happen. All right. Take care. Well, that's it for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. As most of you know, I talk a lot about giving value to others. This podcast is one of the ways that I do that since all the content from the show is totally 100% for free. And when people ask me how they can add value to me, one of the ways I tell them is to head over to iTunes, hit the subscribe button and leave a rating and review. This not only gives me valuable feedback on what you think about the show, but it also helps me with Apple's algorithm. So please, 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 if you have not done that yet, head over to iTunes, leave a rating and review for the show. It adds tremendous value and it only takes a minute or two of your time. Also, if you have not yet registered for my live event out here at Top Golf behind MGM in Las Vegas this coming November, then you're going to want to head to buildyournetworklive.com to do that right away. Seating is extremely limited, so you need to act fast on this. Head to buildyournetworklive.com to grab your ticket today. Trust me, you are going to want to be a part of this inaugural live event so that in 10 years from now, you can brag about being one of the founding members. Plus, you know me, I promise I will over deliver on value and make it worth way more than you are going to invest to get here. So have a wonderful rest of your day and remember to leave every relationship better than you found it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.